Talk with Ben Tompkins. What's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday. This is Real Talk. I'm Ben Tompkins, and this is a special episode that we're doing today. We don't do these very often, but this is a fun one. And we're going to have a quick little intro right here and then jump into some night recap. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast if you have not done so yet. It really helps me out, helps the show grow. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. And for my people who listen on Spotify or anywhere else that you listen to the show, thank you for your time. And you can also help me out by rating and reviewing on the Facebook page. At Real Talk W Benny T, and there you can find all the stuff for the show that we do, the stories, the interviews, the episodes, there and on Instagram at Real Talk W Benny T, and then all my personal channels, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Benny Tomp eighteen. All right, let's do a little post mortem on last night. So, this is usually about the time that I would go to the couch kick it with the homies and kind of recap the night, but it is 1.30 on Sunday afternoon, and I'm just getting going July 18th. 18th was good, baby. So last night, we went out. We went out last night, like I swore that I wouldn't do. Didn't drink too much beer last night. Because I think it tastes like a shoe. Yeah, I'm not a big beer guy, but vodka, yeah, vodka is my thing. So last night I took Jillian and her friends out to the bars and I drove this big van and that was really cool. Got a good TikTok out of that and, you know, all those little compliments. Oh, you're the best big brother. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me more. Give me more. Feed me, right? So that was fun, man. That was really good. And I took them down to Galaxy and then... I actually just popped over to Linden where there were some guys who were in town that I haven't seen in a long time. That's really where it started for me is because I'm like, dude, I haven't seen our buddy Brian Espindola in a minute. He lives down in Miami. And then our buddy Brennan Riddle, he's a recluse. He's busy, man. My man is a PhD student at the University of Kentucky and he's getting a civil engineering PhD. And so he's doing research. He's he's an academic and he is a guy that I don't get to see very often, and then (laughs) there was another guy in the same boat, my friend Eric Crone, that I don't really get to see very often either because he's up in Cincinnati doing his thing. He's up in law school at NKU. So there's a group of guys that are staples to me and and really my brother and um, graduated in my brother's grade, but we're two grades below me, and I grew up in the basement with all these guys. They are to my brother what my friends are to me and a lot of these guys as I've gotten older have become a lot of my friends as well like really deep bonds right my guys like Michael Cho all these guys in the same group so I love getting to because I've not only as we've gotten older do I feel like I'm kicking it with close friends I also a part of me feels like I'm kicking it with a bunch of little brothers you know and and so I'm like down to get over there at least to go and see our friends so I go and meet up with these guys and the plan was to go and hang out with the the boys watch the NBA game which I, I fuck 
the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, fuck the Bucks. You know, their fans will tell you fear the deer. I got another little saying for you. Fuck the Bucks. Milwaukee, I I like that just sounds awful. They're just boring. They're boring to me. Giannis, great, but you're fucking boring, man. If they beat the Suns, I'm going to be bummed. I really am. Like I don't care that much. It's not LeBron and it's not the Warriors. God, I'm terrible. But I just do not want to see Milwaukee win. And they won game five last night. What was that? I think that was game five, right? So they're up 3-2. They're about to go back home. They're probably going to win it. But the plan was to go and kick it with the guys, drink, whatever. They were talking about going out. But me, listen, I haven't gone to a bar in over probably a year and a half. I just don't really go out to the bars in Louisville, man. I'm really just not in that scene anymore. If I'm going to go out, it's usually kind of at a festival or I'm out of town and I'm in somebody else's city and we're kind of doing our thing, you know, bachelor party weekend, fly out to Vegas and having a girlfriend. A lot of the, the, the nights that I would do something more social, it's typically with her, right? So it's been a long time since I stepped out with the boys <laughs> and last night, I did. And I don't regret it one bit. I love it. I love it. And I just really am reflecting today, this morning, this afternoon, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> We're halfway to Monday already. I mean, who am I kidding? But I just woke up, so it, it, it kind of still counts. But like I got to see these the, this group of guys that I haven't seen in a while. And a lot of these guys went to North Oldham. That's where I went to I graduated from high school. I went to Trinity for a little bit, but then uh, my after my freshman year, I went to North Oldham, and that's where I graduated. And so a lot of these guys, they also went to North. And so as we're talking, we're talking about um, there's a guy that we went to school with named Clay Foster who is also in this group, but he doesn't even live in Louisville. And for some reason, I just assumed that they were talking about him when they said we're going to Clay's. And so as I drop the girls off and then drive over to Scoop Riddle and then head over to Clay's, it wasn't until we walked in the door and I realized that we're talking about our buddy Clay O'Daniel. And then I see Connor Higdon and I see Colin Dobb and I see this group of guys that I've known, been known from UK and from the Louisville area and that I also haven't seen in a fucking grip. And then it was like, yes, dude, because... I was really excited because Clay is um, Clay and I really, really just clicked instantly. Like I, I love that guy. I love all these guys, but Clay and I really kind of get each other. We're we're on the same wavelength on a lot of stuff, especially when it comes to music. And when I go up to Breakaway Festival in Labor Day weekend in Columbus, Clay hit me up and was like, "Yo, I'm going. Like, let's link." And I was like, "Dude, hell yeah!" So this is my homie. And last night really made me feel good because, like, I was just, I just, you know, the thing is, I got over there, and I'm never going to stand in my own way from having a good time. And so, I, I you know, I, I could have put a limit on it and said, you know, I don't want to go out or just one drink, which is the biggest lie that we ever tell ourselves, whether it is somebody saying uh, amongst their group of friends, okay, I'll, I'll join you guys for one drink or whether it's an alcoholic telling themselves, I'm just going to have one drink and then stop. It's the biggest lie. Well, one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves, okay, as people. Just one drink, you know? So it's like, all right, well, I don't want to stay out that late, you know, maybe like 2 a.m. at the latest. And <laughs> if you know me, that's like, 
you know, uh, once once it starts, it's it's hard to stop. And I'm not even talking about drinking last night because, yeah, I drank, but I, I wasn't like drinking to get blacked out or I, I wasn't drinking like that. I was just rolling with it socially and feeding off of the energy of being around the boys, something that I haven't done in a while. And I was just like, you know what? I just want to ride this wave. I'm just going to ride this wave out. So let's just roll with it. And as I get over there, you know, I bump into Clay. And so I'm like, man, Clay and I are going to be together at the music festival. And Clay and I, we're friends. We haven't seen each other in a little bit. We don't really kick it that much, just one-on-one. So last night, I was like, you know, this is who I'm going to be. This is like my festival buddy. Right. This is the guy that I'm going to be rolling with and that's going to have my back and then I'm going to have his when we go to breakaway because I was prepared to go solo. But the fact that I have Clay to go with me and and, you know, get food with and kind of like touch base with and like, you know, the buddy system. Yeah, that's important when you go to a festival or a concert. You got to have the buddy system. And so I'm like. All right. Well, let's get a little preview of what breakaway fest is going to be like, you know, like let's figure out how it's going to feel when we're kicking it together. And last night gave me so much confidence. And now I I really can't even wait to get to that weekend just because I know Clay and I are going to have such a great time. And he's got some other boys that are coming up and uh, guys are still figuring out their ticket situation because we were going to, we talked about getting an Airbnb in Columbus that weekend, but I'm going to be up there for the show to do Uber Stories Columbus. And I'm going to be there for the week. And I was like, if you guys want to just slide in my hotel room, I'm, I'm going to get a hotel room. There's probably going to be an extra bed. I mean, they all come with like two king beds at this point, you know. So I was down to go and roll with the night because of that. but all, And also because I hadn't seen a lot of these guys. You know, it's like SB comes to town. That's like, you know, Santa Claus coming to town, man. It only happens like once a year. And usually it's around the holidays. So this was like a Christmas in July for me last night, right? So I'm just like, man, I can't wait to get to kick it with my boys, man, and just grab them by the collar and just, you know, like love on them a little bit. Like, what's up, dude, you know? So, man, I'm telling you, we started to get loose and get into it, and um, we're watching the end of this game, and my brother was playing in a golf scramble that day yesterday right and he's with two other guys that uh are are amongst this group sometimes and we'll get out there after it with these guys but they had been playing golf for like six hours and I know if I know my brother I was like dude I a thousand percent I guarantee Matt's gonna get to the end of the night be a little bit tired from playing golf understandably so I mean you're in the sun for that long but he's a thousand percent gonna be a little sunburnt and he is not going to end up making it out tonight. And he surprised me. He didn't end up making it out, but he wasn't sunburned, which is really good. That's progress because there's been a couple other things at times he's come home where he is just burnt to a crisp. I'm just like, brother, we have fucking sunscreen up in there, man. Like, go grab some of that. And uh, But he didn't end up making it out. And I think that had there been people that showed up to Clay's that then were like, all right, guys, well, we're not going to go out to the bars. It would have been an easy escape for me or an easy exit where I could be like, guys, this was fun. So glad to see you, but I wasn't really planning on going out tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and head back and go home and be a responsible adult and right, go to sleep. But because there wasn't anybody that was going to break away, and because everybody at the house that I was at watching this game with was going out, 
I wasn't going to stand in the way of being like, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to do it tonight, guys. I'm just going to be the lone solo wolf that goes home. So I roll. And we went out and started at Saints. And uh, as soon as we get there, you know, Saints has this low-key patio area. And I'm teaching, not teaching, but we get inside and there was probably like eight or nine guys total, right? And when we get up in there, um, guys are kind of standing around and it's like, all right, well, where do we want to go? And I was like, we're staying outside, right? They're like, yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm like, all right, well, here's how it's done, fellas. And this is <laughs> advice that I would give to anybody if they're going out in a social setting. The first thing that you do when you get to the place, besides grabbing drinks, okay, you've got your drinks, priority number one, guys will tell you it's girls, scope out the talent, that's bullshit, okay, do that amongst all the other things you're doing, if you're really good at it, you can kind of do both things at once, all right, learn how to multitask, but the first thing that you got to be able to do is find real estate, lock it down, so there is a big long open table with like a 10 top, right, all these chairs, and there's people out on the patio that are milling around, and I saw an opportunity to grab some real estate, and I was like, dude, that's it, like, so went, and in, in, in social settings, I always laugh because uh, I come back to this when I'm when I'm leading the herd. If you build it, they will come. I take the field of dreams approach to uh, you know getting things done amongst groups when we're out drinking. It's like I'm I feel like I'm the shepherd, right? And I'm like, you know what? If you lead, people will follow. If you build it, they will come. So. All you got to do is act like you know what you're doing, right? And you call the shots. And, and that's half the battle is just looking like you do. But I grab this group of guys and we go and sit down and we hold a spot down for like probably, I don't know, 30 minutes, an hour. I don't even know how long we were there, but it was fun, man. And we had our own spot. It was a very comfortable spot. There was a big-ass fan, literally one of the big-ass or huge-ass fans, I guess. But it was right there, so I had this really nice airflow at my back, which in July in Louisville is very, very... It's a luxury, okay, especially if you're out at the bars. And we just held it down there for a while, and it was great, man. And you know what the great, great thing is, is that honestly... Now, this sounds... This sounds bummy, and I never expect this, so it really isn't that bummy coming from me. Like, if you're somebody that goes out and never buys drinks, right, if you never get around, like last night, not to brag or anything like that, because but like I got, you know, around to John Wall shots, and, and I grabbed one of my own drinks, right, but um, usually if I step out, a lot of times people buy me drinks, which is really nice, which is really nice, okay? Especially because you know your boy's still on Medicaid, and so like going out to the bars isn't something that I do a lot because one, you know, look, not not necessarily my scene at this point in life every single weekend anymore, but also because they're fucking expensive, man. I mean, you get the Ubers and you get the drinks and the shit starts to add up, right? But sometimes I'll go out and I won't even have to lift the wallet because guys are just like, I got you. What are you drinking? What are you? And they'll want to buy me drinks. And that's where I'm like, hey, listen, man, I appreciate that. You know, thank you. Can I get a double Tito's on the rocks with a can of Red Bull back? <laughs> that is, if you're going to buy me a drink, that is what I would like. Okay, if I'm buying it for myself, 
most bars, they don't have Ciroc, unfortunately. So I end up going with Tito's because it's like, what, I'm going to pay for... You're, you're overpaying for Grey Goose. I don't think Grey Goose is worth it. For It just tastes like a well, honestly, to me. And Kettle... I mean, yeah, I love Kettle, too. So that that's really the, the, the most top shelfy that I'll get at a bar. But... um. Yeah, I'll I'll take Tito's, man. And like last night, the bar back hadn't brought a bottle of Tito's back to the outside bar yet. And um, so I just took a Stoli. You know, I used to sling Stoli back in the day. I was the Stoli rep of the month many months over in the Bay Peninsula. Dominated the NorCal territories with Stoli and put on for the fucking team, man. And so I'll, I'll ride with Stoli. So I'm like, all right, yeah, give me a double Stoli on the rocks with a can of Red Bull back. And, uh... It was great, man. You know, I, I didn't I didn't really have to pay for much last night. Guys were just, you know, I'd get done and somebody else is like, all right, what do you want? You know, can I get you? I'm like, yes, please. Sure. You know, it's like, oh, I miss this. Right. Like, yeah, if I could go out and do this, this is great. Right. So we stay at Saints. I don't know how long, um, but at some point we end up migrating over to Gerstel's Club G, baby. <laughs> And I'm telling you what, you know, uh, I, 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 I love running into my younger stepbrother, Grayson. Grayson is the youngest kid in our family, and he turned 21 um, fairly recently. He's like 21 or 22. Uh, he was born in 2000, okay? So he's 21 years old, and he just turned 21, I guess, this, uh, this past year. So when I get to see him out, you know, now it's like we get around family events and I see my baby brother taking shots or like talking about going to Club G and it's just like, oh man, I I love this, you know, because this is still the same kid that used to take like sugar packets and straws and do something called a sugar bomb in the back of our dad's Porsche, you know, and like just be blowing fucking sugar all over the back seats and you would literally pull open the back seats pockets like the little kangaroo pouches on the back of the seats and there would just be like straws and sugar packets and just a fucking mess back there but like the kid that I used to go to Walgreens and drop $25 on candy with this is now the guy who is out at family dinners ordering drinks legally and that is talking about his rendezvous at Club G man so we walk into Club G and who else do I see but G baby himself and not only is he there he's caked up he is a macking he's laying it down not in a way that's like, you know, he's just, he's doing his thing, man. And I'm fucking proud of the kid because he's sitting up there. And as soon as we walk in, he's got his back turned because he's in deep conversation with some lovely young woman. And my man is just a smooth operator, you know, like that's my guy. Taught him everything he knows. I've been knowing this guy for years. And I'm like, walk up behind him and grab onto him. And I'm like, what's up, baby? Just patting him on the chest right there, like getting one of those good ones, you know, like, what's up, baby, you know? And he's like, oh, shit. Like, and of course, I got to do some John Wall shots with my boy, you know, that's my baby brother right there, man. So, but the thing is, the thing is, you know, same kind of deal. Grab some real estate. We're outside and... What was supposed to be a, oh, I'm not going to stay out that late, ended up becoming, holy shit, how is it, almost 3 a.m. And, uh, you know, I had left the van, the big van that I was driving at this guy's house. 
and let my parents know, hey, is it cool if I don't immediately bring this back? I'm going to go over and hang out with these guys. And and so we're hanging out. At some point, it's like, hey, all right, guys, what, what's the move? You know, let's let's start to think about how we're getting home because at this point in the night, it's getting pretty late, man. And again, I did not plan on being out this late, but now here we are. But I'm 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 just I'm riding the wave, man, because I'm like I don't want to stand in the way of me having this good time. Um, so we end up staying out. I mean, basically, I don't know if we actually closed it down or what, but anyways, long story short, we get home safely. Okay, we get home safely. And I, you know, we we were locked out of the house, and I was like, "All right, well, I cannot leave this van here tonight." And at this point, it's late enough, and I've been hitting some water, and so, you know, it's a time game. You, you got to wait until you're sober up enough to drive, and of course, that's what we practice and preach here: is social responsibility. And if you are fucked up, then just call an Uber because it's never worth it at that point. No matter how bad you just want to get home and lay in your own bed, be smart and be safe, right? That's my two cents. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. But I wait until an appropriate amount of time and I'm looking at these guys like, all right, guys, I'm about to head home, man. Like, who's rolling? And our boy Jay Clark, who also, you know, I, I I haven't seen in a long time, but steps out with us last night. And Jay's like, all right, I'm down. These guys are staying at this house, but they can't even get in, so they're just sitting on the screened in porch. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm rolling, fellas. So we roll back to the crib, and um, then I was like, all right, cool. Well. Here's these three guys who didn't end up making it out to the bars last night. Well, they're passed out on the couches when we get home to the condo. So Matt and uh, Judd and Michael Vissing. And as soon as, <laughs> as soon as we walk upstairs, me and Jay, Vissing just pops up and he's just like, I got to go home. I, I'm, I'm going home. He was literally like the little kid in Big Daddy who's sitting out on the couch and he's like, oh, no, 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 not Big Daddy, Jerry Maguire. And when uh, Renee Zellweger's getting home from her date and he, he's like, I got to go to bed. My mom's coming. I got to go to bed. He's like booling out there with Jerry, but then he just pops up and he's just like, all right, Jerry, I got to go to bed. Like Vissing just pops up as soon as he hears us walk in and he's like, all right, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. So he rolls out, and Jay and I stayed up for a little bit, and then it's like 5.30, 6 a.m. at this point, okay? And me, it's it's hard for me to turn off. It just is, man. Like, you know, between just riding the waves and the energy of, of being up and being around the crew and being with my boys and just enjoying the social energy, and not only that, but just meeting new friends out of the bars. I talk to everybody, you know? I just basically narrate the night in a way that's entertaining to me, and usually that that makes for some really great moments, right? I live for those moments that you get at the bar where something will happen and you turn to the person next to you and you're just like, only you two saw it, but you laugh about it and then just go about your night. I love those moments. And I I end up having so many of those because I'm just mixing it up with anybody and everybody. And so there, there ends up being like a lot of those kind of fun little interactions and exchanges and moments that uh, that really make the night. That I would sit on a day like today, wake up in the morning, go where people are, are, are still like kind of getting up and where they've crashed for the night, and then go recap the night. Hey, and that's, man, I love this part. Anytime I ever go out, dude, 
literally more than going out, I love the morning after where you guys are all sitting in there and guys and girls both do this. I know for a fact guys do. But you recap the night and you end up just saying, hey, do you remember what this happened? Or dude, what about this happened? Or oh, did you see them last night? And like, I live for those moments. So that's what this is today. This is the little post-mortem. And um, end up getting home. He passes out. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to lay down in bed and I don't want to move for hours. But I know for a fact that I need to get this van over to the house which is now back at the condo, and I don't want to have to like wake up to some text messages the next day like, hey, when are you bringing the van back? Or, like, what's your plan for today? When I go to sleep, that's I, I, don't, I want to be dead to the world for as long as I can, feel refreshed, and as much as you possibly can, and then move on. And um, I'm like, all right, well, I got, you know, I am hungry at this point. I'm very hungry. And I need to take this van back. So I drive the van back over to my parents' house and I switch it out and I end up taking one of the other cars. I drive to McDonald's. It's like 6.45 at this point. I, I, I went hammer time on some McGriddles and some hash browns. And uh, what's bullshit is McDonald's doesn't serve blue Powerade anymore. This place didn't even have... It used to be on tap, which was McDonald's anything on tap. People talk about the Diet Coke. I'm more of a Sprite guy, but in this case, I want some Blue Powerade. Well, they don't even do Blue Powerade anymore. Most places, they'll do the bottle, but they won't even, they didn't even do that. They didn't even have the bottle. So I was just like, fuck it, man. I'll just drink some water. I take my meal home and I end up going to sleep and passing out sometime probably around 7.30 in the morning. And... The funny thing is, the funny thing is, to me, I I maintained a steady pace. I knew that I had responsibilities and accountabilities that were bigger than myself and bigger than me being able to be like, I'm going to crash on this dude's couch or I'm going to make sure that like I'm not taken care of in the morning. Like I got to, you know, at, at the end of the day, like we all go home alone, right? Like you are on your own in this world. And I never forget about that. The, the world will drop a bunch of rules on you to try and make you forget, but I don't, I don't forget. And I'm like, well, I guess that, uh, the, the thing is, the thing is where I'm going with any of this is to you, that might sound like I'm, I'm telling you like, yeah, it wasn't that crazy of a night. It was pretty low key. You're like, Pity T, you stayed up till 7.30, bro. What do you mean? Like, I just woke up like an hour ago, right? So I got what? From 7.30 to 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30, 12.30. 30. I got like five hours of sleep. I got like five hours of sleep, right? Isn't that pitiful that I have to count like that? Whatever. My writing and reading have always been my best thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel good. You know, usually if I get six hours, like I'm usually pretty refreshed and I can pop back up. So um, I'll just make sure that I catch up tonight, you know. But uh, yeah, I ended up going to sleep. So it's like, yeah, 7.30 might sound late. And you're like, dude, that, that does sound like a crazy night. It's like, no, actually, it's just, uh, again, I come back to the biggest lie that we tell ourselves is it's just going to be one drink, you know. I'll just step out for one drink or I'll just have one drink and then I'll stop. But for me, um, you know, 
at especially the way that I, I choose to consume alcohol with Red Bull, which is going to stop my heart one day, but like, fuck it, we're not there yet. Uh, I it, it's, it's hard for me to go to sleep at some point, right? Like I really have to kind of exhaust myself to be able to lay down and just shut it all down. And, um, I just, I had such a great night, man. It was, it was awesome to see the boys. And, uh, as I reflect on it, you know, I think the one thing that I always kind of walk away from these nights and, and these kind of things from is there's a part of me that knows that being out like that, it, it, it honestly helps me so much with what I'm doing because it's an easy way for me to connect with people. When we're standing around in a bar, people are looking for entertainment. People are looking to talk. People are looking to mix it up. And especially because alcohol is flowing and alcohol is a social lubricant, people are more inclined to let their guard down a little bit and, and be more of themselves. And when I'm like that, because I lead with vulnerability, it attracts certain people and people want to come up and talk. And so then I'm holding court. Like we we got that uh, ten topper at Saints. I'm sitting at the very end, like the Godfather down here, holding court, man, and telling stories and mobbing with the crew. And like there are guys who are coming up, you know, like there was a guy that was uh, also a PhD student that was like somebody's roommate. His name was Andrew, and he stepped out with us last night. But he was kind of uh alone in a sense that like there's there's you know there's micro groups within any group but he was out with us and was still kind of learning everybody's names and like getting familiar with everybody right there was guys that he was kind of meeting for the first time and when you get around a group that's known each other for so long you know at this point it's 2021 I'm talking about guys that graduated from UK most of them like around 2017 I graduated 2015 from UK and then even before that some of these guys that we're with we've been knowing each other since we graduated high school right and when you get around a group of guys like that and if you're a fringe guy or girl or an, or or um, new to the group or meeting people for the first time, like that can be kind of intimidating, right? You get put in the back of the room on the couch and you're mixing it up as much as you can, but you're also just kind of like breaking the ice with everybody. A lot of times what will happen is these groups of friends will migrate towards me because they see how I am with everybody else and they start to kind of, I, I what's funny is I'll find these people moving closer and closer and gravitating towards me during the night. And then at that point, you know, because they know like, hey, um, this guy seems pretty easy to talk to. And like I, I, I talk to people and make them feel like we're best friends within, you know, five minutes of meeting them. Like because I'm just genuinely interested in people and getting to know people's stories. And I'm just I love people, man. I'm 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 to the point where I'm going to start telling people that my podcast is a podcast about people because by and large that is what what we're doing i i and and nights like last night i'm going to start saying this as well as like hey yeah 7:30 that's pretty late but you know what it was research i'm just doing research you know oh what are you doing research on oh well, i'm a student of life you know i i i believe that we never stop learning and and the moment that we choose to stay in our old ways and stop growing as people and stop learning and being open to new experiences that's when you stop growing 
So last night I was doing research. You know, it's all it's all part of the book that I'm working on. You know, it, and uh, if I write it at 30 or if I write it at 60, it doesn't matter. But like this is all going to be in a book one day. My biggest things that I've ever learned about people, and that's why I like to ask that question too. When I'm with writers or whoever, what's the truest thing you learn about business or people or life? Like, I love that shit, man. And so, yeah, I'm not mad about the fact that it was a late night or anything like that because I'm, I'm, it was research, you know, I'm, I'm doing research, right? But um, I guess my, my, the, where I'm going with this is there are, there are, um, I love, I love being that glue guy. I, and, and, and like same thing with festivals, you know, you get around people who are maybe not as close to the group or everybody, but everybody is just wanting somebody to talk to. Most people in social situations, they just kind of sometimes need a nudge or a friendly, Hey, take my hand. I'm going to lead you this way. Just follow me. Trust me. Right. Sometimes there there's people that, um, you know, people just sometimes want to be led. And so, all right, cool. You know, I'm comfortable stepping up in that role. Follow me, right? Everything is all right. I've been listening to that since I was fucking Uncle Cracker. That CD was like one of the first ones that I ever bought as a kid, you know? So I, I, I live that, you know? And my point is um, <laughs> being out last night, being in the bars, that opens me up in a way that I don't get anywhere else. And I gain new followers. I gain new listeners. I sell people on the show. I'm working it, right? Like social situations for me, I look at those as this is an opportunity for me to get new followers, for me to get new people. This is my tribe. My tribe grows every time I step out because your vibe attracts your tribe, man. Every single time, like it grows and I meet new people and I get more more people who are like, oh, dude, I'm with it. Like I'm riding the wave with this guy. Like, let's see where it goes. Like I fuck with Benny T. Like I ride now. That's what it's all about, man. Getting more people to be like, I ride with Benny T. And not in a self-serving way, but just because like that's just who I am. That's just how I live, man. That's just what I want to do, right? It's like, let's get these people together. Like, let's have a good time. Show me a good time, man. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. ELE, baby. And so being out at these bars or when I went to Magic City and I'm having to, you know, tell my girlfriend, listen, it's a strip club, I know, but like I met 40 and it's like I'm telling my mom the story and they're like, oh my, but you were in a strip club? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's part of like, I, I'm an entertainer. Like, and, and some of these places, who am I to judge? One, okay. But like, I have to be in some of these places because that's where my people are sometimes. And at least, um, not all the time, but like, I also want to reach those people, these people, you know, that stay at bars until 4 a.m., right? Because they're going to listen to my stuff and be like, I'm with this. Like, I, I I liked meeting this guy. I got a good preview of what this is like in real life. And now I'm going to ride every single Wednesday. And I, and, and like every, what is the Drake line? It's a, it's a curse you got to live with when you're born to entertain, right? Because every single person that I meet is a fan that I can gain. I live that. I live that. That is fucking real to me. That's real talk right there, man. And so last night, I ended up meeting some good guys, some good girls, getting some new followers for the gram, for the TikTok, for the content, for the people. Like, dude, it was a great night in that sense. And that's just part of it. And like, you know, 
I talk about certain things, right, about alcohol or and, and substance abuse and all these things, and it is a fine line, sure, right? And the way that sometimes I'm a binge drinker by definition, and that can go overboard sometimes, um, you know, it, it is a fine line to walk, but really, I got to remember that I, I got to know my limits, you know? And I also got to remember that I am working it. Like, I'm not here just to get blacked out. That's not what this is about. This is about being out and trying to make a splash. And, I, you know, it's like I meet people and I'm like, what's up, man? How you doing? And they're like, dude, I've met you before. My go-to line, good to see you again. You know, <laughs> good to see you again. You know, dap them up. Good to see you again, you know. And maybe I have, maybe I haven't. A lot of times this has been happening to me since college. Uh, I'll run into somebody or I'll meet somebody and they're like, dude, you look hella familiar. Dude, you look so familiar. Like, I fucking know you, dude. Like, I don't just like, what's up, man, you know? And, and you know, half the time it's because they've, like, seen me on social media or seen me around or kind of generally know what I do or who I am. And so when I meet people like that, it's, it's like, hey, good to see you again, you know? A little trick, a little trick. Old, old veteran moves right there, but... Being out last night was great because I got to meet some of these new people and, you know, listen, I'm such a pro at this point, dude. I tell them, I give them the pitch. I'm like, yeah, 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 here's where it is. Wait a second. Grab your phone, dude. Whip out my phone. Go to my favorites in iPhoto. There's my QR code. Boom. There's your link tree. Wherever you listen to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, it's there for you, you know. Follow me along on these other social media channels, and then boom, they're plugged up, and now they're now they're tuned in. Now when this thing drops on a Sunday, which I never do, first Sunday release ever, now they're in tune, and it's going to be hitting their feed uh, as it updates, you know, which is which is great. But yeah, that's that's part of it is is being in social situations, and and just I got to be on top of my shit, right? But that is where I can really connect. And and dude, I'm telling you what too is like. This is going to sound kind of funny, but that is my dude time. That is my dude time. Because guys, listen, we act tough and we act masculine and manly, but when we're separated from the herd and when we're having one-on-one conversations, and if you lead with vulnerability, because vulnerability is the birthplace of creativity, and if you're willing to open up and share first, you'd be amazed You'd be amazed. I'm, I'm, at this point, it, it's like I know this to be true. But if you've never done this and you just are willing to be vulnerable with somebody and lead and share first and open up and talk about some real shit, some real talk, which is why this show is named the way that it is, because that's the only, it's the only way I know how to be, man, is talk about some real stuff. Like let's talk real, right? Is what people are willing to give back to you what people reciprocate. The energy that you give out is what you get back. What you manifest, what you're putting out, what you're radiating into the world is what you're going to get back, okay? And nights like last night are a constant reminder of that. So, yeah, it's, listen, I I don't want to do it often, but when I lean into it and like when I go to Breakaway Music Fest and when I'm in those social situations, I make the most out of it because I know at the, at, at, you know, I'm working it, man. I'm never not working it. I'm never not selling myself. And that's a part of this ride that I don't talk about often because I don't, I don't, like I said, man, it's been, it's been at least a year 
and definitely more, probably about a year and a half that I've gone out to bars in Louisville. I just don't, I just don't be in that scene anymore. You know, I'm too focused on all this other stuff. And usually on the weekends, I'm driving anyways. Like, I'm the guy that's picking people up, like myself. Last night, I'm on the other end of the taking Ubers, so which is which is always interesting, you know, to see how my competition's doing. My man last night fucking hitting the brakes like he was. I'm like, this guy's not a smooth operator. Four stars. <laughs> but, man, it's, it's like, uh, it's like, wow, um... I don't get to talk about that part of it that often, but being in places last night, being in strip clubs, being in nightclubs, being wherever wherever the people are, um, you know, I'm working it, man. I'm I'm never not working it. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm hustling, and people see that too. You know, I'm I'm with these guys, and they're just shaking their head at me because they just they just they see me doing my thing, man. And it's just like I wear it so so confidently like I, I I just I love these things I live these things and and last night was a testament to that and I really just had a great time man I really did so uh I'm trying to think if I missed anything else at this point I don't think I did that's pretty much our night and uh everybody got home safe everybody tipped their bartenders and uh it was a good night, man. It was a really good night. So I'm chilling today. I'm going to go hop in the sauna. That's always the way that I uh, like to end, end some of these sessions is with a good sauna session, sweat it out, get the hydration flowing again. And then I think today the move is, uh, <laughs> I think today the move is to get some Drake's and grab some of the uh, the buffalo mini sliders and maybe the uh, the cheeseburger sliders as well. So we'll do some of those. But make sure you tune in next week. Uber Stories Part 32 will be dropping on Wednesday. Go listen to the James Sims interview that just dropped this last week on Friday. Awesome, awesome interview. Uh, my man's an OG, and that one was really fun. They finally get him in the studio talking about being the first black teacher in Oldham County and being in the army and working on railroads and 75 years of living, man, and run-ins with the Beasley boys. Can never forget about them Beasley boys, baby. I love it. Uh, Subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast if you have not done so already. That really, really helps me out. Apple Podcasts and for my Spotify people, you can do that on Facebook. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I have show accounts at RealTalkWBennyT. And then my personal TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram is at BennyTomp18. Everybody have a great rest of your weekend. Make sure that you hit the ground running fast. Start fast on a Monday. Go attack the week. Mondays are the days in which... We set the tone for the week that we're going to have. So open the week up strong and go up and get it tomorrow, baby. Go get yours. Everybody be smooth. I'll talk to you later this week. I am Ben Tompkins. That's real talk, man. <laughs>